Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shins that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Both Team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you as we have turned the calendar page from 2023 to 2024. And all eyes are right now on Los Angeles for the clash and Daytona Beach, Florida, for the Speed Weeks 2024. That will be coming our way here in about 45 days or so. On this week's show, we're going to catch up with an old friend, and we're also going to give some resolutions, those resolutions in a moment. But the old friend that we're catching up with, Greg Biffle, old Smooth Biff. You know, you may have heard of him a time or two. Xfinity Series champion, Truck Series champion, and multiple winner in the NASCAR Cup Series. Greg hasn't been full-time racing for a while. Been doing some dabbling here or there. Well, before the holiday break, Greg stopped by the offices here at Motor Racing Network, and he agreed to sit down in front of the microphone, and we just 
Well, we shot the breeze and we got caught up. Greg Biffle, always a pleasure to catch up with. Good friend, great guy. And it was a pleasure to be able to catch up with him when he stopped by the office. People ask me all the time, what in the world is going on with Greg Biffle? What are you doing these days? You know, I, I, I often wonder that too. I get up in the morning <laughs> and I'm like, where, what am I doing? Where am I going? And it's, it's funny. It's all the things, you know, that you think of in life that you want to do. And I've always been a busy body person. I'm always going, going, going. And, you know, I get a little of that ADD starts to come out and I'm like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to work on, you know, this project today. And, and, and maybe it's working on, you know, some boats and getting some stuff ready that, that I want to do next summer in the Bahamas. And then, oh, you know, I'm working on my sand outlaw stuff. And then I'm thinking, you know what? It'd be great to have an engine dyno in the shop so that we can get our sand outlaw series little engines better and i love tinkering on things you know, i love building stuff so all of a sudden i'm i'm surfing the internet looking at engine dynos and and then i'm over here doing this and i'm doing that and then the guys call me from the rock mine hey we need this breaker panel and the only place they have it's a state electric and concord can you get it and bring it so it's, now you're the gopher. Now it's 10 in the morning. I'm driving to Concord, getting the, the, the breaker box for $167. And I'm driving to, you know, Speedwell, Virginia, where my quarry's at, unexpectedly, because they're broke down. Mm-hmm. And and they got, you know, they got to make hay while the sun shines, so to speak, right? And this is a tough time of the year, so I, I recognize the urgency, right? So, yeah, I mean, I'm doing all kinds of stuff. Racing the Sand Outlaw series taking care of the kids and uh, building stuff in the shop, which I love to do. So, you know, I'm doing a number of things and I'm like, I need to hire a guy or two. And then you think, well, budget wise, I got to, how am I going to do that? And you like doing this stuff yourself, but at some point I get pulled away and, and I don't get anything done because I'm working on too many things and, you know what I mean. Back so, to that ADD thing. Again. Right. But I, I, I'm having fun, and uh, that all that's all that counts. And then, you know, guys call you on the radio or on the phone and and want you to, you know, talk about running some races next year, running the 500, and, and you know, so then that's another thing on the plate. Right. Are you, so are you going to run the 500 this coming year? Well, listen, this, this is a touch-and-go situation. I was supposed to run about – six or eight races last year you know okay we're gonna run this one well no we're not ready okay we're gonna run this one no we're not ready you know so i can't tell you until probably four days before the daytona 500 whether i'm gonna be running it or not or trying to get in all right so i'm I'm glad you brought that up because there's some people when they look at you they think of rosh Fenway, right they they think of of your time in the 16 and they think that Rightfully so. You've come from a big racing organization. And now you're working with folks that aren't as prepared. And that no disrespect. Sure. Small race team just trying to get to Daytona Beach, Florida. What is the attraction of that? You know, I, I've always rooted for the underdog. And I like going into a situation where the expectation level is not maybe not where it, where it could be or should be. And I like overperforming 
in a in a in a backed in a corner in a situation. And I like to help people. Uh, John Cohen called me, you know, I don't know how many years ago it is now, and said, "I'm trying to put this deal together. Would you drive for me?" And that happened for three years before it transpired. And Childress built the car, and I said, "I got to drive to his shop to see if, if this is real." <laughs> I drive to Childress's shop, take my carbon seat. You know, start working out and 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 getting ready to go because this is really going to happen three weeks before the 500. And we go down there and and you know we weren't as fast as we needed to be qualifying, so we weren't in. And we had to race our way in. And I'm elbows up in the middle of this three wide with Danny Hamlin and these guys, and finish ninth or eighth in the five in the 150s to get us into the 500. You know. And not didn't put a scratch in it, raced raced the our way in, and so I was pretty proud of that. And, and you know we were we finished twentieth at, at Atlanta, you know top twenty, but we were going to be you know at least a top ten car, and that's that's impressive for that team to finish. And we were going to be in the top ten, and the guys missed the jack post, which in the old days wouldn't have mattered, but it broke the carbon underbody when they jacked it up. And when I left, I get on the radio, and I'm telling Jay Guy, I'm like, man, the motor's laying down. Something happened. I can't keep up. I've got it floored, and it, it won't go. And so it, it had a big, giant piece of carbon sticking down like a scoop, and it just killed the aerodynamics, and I couldn't keep up anymore. We, we finished 20th, but that wasn't fruits of our labor for that day. So... Doing those things for a guy like that, I felt like I was trying to get his team going and get him get him a head start, shoot him out of the barrel with a with a rubber band. But uh, you, you know that he wasn't able to follow that up and, and continue to run. I'm not looking to run full time. If I can help someone, you know, I thought about going to one of these teams because I'd really like to win the 500 or run it in a competitive uh, car. But you know, just just. Uh, Kind of staying in my lane. I, I don't know. Uh, then I see David Reagan, right? You know, is going to run run for uh, for Fenway. So it makes me think. You know, hey, I you know maybe I should you know line myself up to do that. Why not? You know, get in one of those cars or Penske car or something else, right? Why not? Yeah, it's stopping you. You know, I think it's just it's. I'm not going to say the ambition. You know, because I'm I'm ambitious as can be. I think it's just a matter of saying, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start knocking on doors and calling people and and try and see if I can make this happen. Do you miss it? Oh, I do. I do. Absolutely. I miss it. What I miss is all the guys and the travel and and the teams and the officials and that and, camaraderie. And you sometimes uh so, you know, I, yeah, the camaraderie. The, I, I those glory that. days of the truck series that we lived together. Right. and But, you know, at the same time, I don't miss traveling every weekend. I still travel once a month minimum or, you know, twice a month. I find myself traveling all the time. But it's, it's not because I have to. It's because I'm going to the desert and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go fish or I'm going to do something else. So, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, it's something I want to do. You know, you bring up the truck series, and, and, you know, we obviously got to know each other there, been friends ever since. Um, I always remember you in the Granger truck from way back in the day yep. when you yep. came onto the scene. 
But I also remember a couple of years ago, you got in one of Kyle Busch's trucks, and I believe you won one of the uh, Triple Truck Challenge races. And Well, you won one and didn't get the money, but then they changed the rules, and I think you came back, you won another, and you got the money, didn't it? Well, didn't it? well it, it didn't get the money was probably more of a team issue than, <laughs> oh. than, <laughs> than uh, not getting the money. The team got the money, but Greg didn't get the money. Oh. So anyway, that's, that's another interview. But my question is, Going from where you were when you became the truck champion, and Roush had just rocket ship trucks back in the Yep. So, I mean, you guys made that thing happen. It was incredible to watch. But then when you went and got in Kyle Busch's truck, what were your thoughts of, I knew what you had when you won the championship in the Ford, but what was it like getting in one of his trucks? Is this like, wow, this is how these things are. Well, I'm going to tell you, I hadn't been behind the wheel of a truck in 15 years. And I hadn't been behind the wheel in three at all. So I was very intimidated getting in. And in fact, I went to the April Texas race and just got to scuff in tires. I got to make nine laps in Kyle's truck just to scuff tires in. I did that on my own, bought my own airline ticket, went down there and and got to make nine laps trying to get ready from not being in a car for three years. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, I almost, almost busted my ass getting in turn one, not then, but when we were, were back there racing, you know, I turned off in the corner and that thing just about, I can't tell you how I saved it. You know, your blood pressure and heart rate goes through the roof. But, you know, I, I got, um, I got working with, with uh, the guys on the truck and, and got it driving the way I thought it was. And, and Kyle said, we're not the best at Texas. Our, our trucks aren't the best. You know, he goes, I, I apologize about that ahead of time. He goes, we just, you know, we're off a little bit at, at the Texas track. And I said, well, we'll dig hard. We'll get, we'll get what we can. And, uh, you know, it was uh, Rudy was the crew chief. Love him. Great guy. I'm glad to see him where he's at. Rudy Fugel, you're talking Yeah, Rudy Fugel, yep. And uh, we're a really good guy. I wish he would have won the, you know, I believe he deserves a cup cup title, so hopefully he gets that. Um, and, you know, we got down to it, and, you know, there was the last pit stop of the day, and I'm like, I, I you know, truck's driving great. I don't know why we're going to pit. And, uh, you know, we were running eighth or something like that and got some track position. And, uh, you know, there were a few trucks that were faster, but, you know, the old, the old uh, knowledge of, of driving around that racetrack and what it took and what I've learned over that short amount of time, I got to where, uh, you know, we were able to get out front and keep it there. You know, I, going back to the, our old truck days, what are, are some of the tracks that are no longer on the schedule that you miss running? I know, like Memphis. Portland, wasn't Memphis awesome? I love that track. God, it was a great track. Why'd you like it? What was so good about it? Just just the way, how unique it was and, and how you run right next to that wall down low. Um, and it just reminded me of Portland a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, you know, and it was a brand, brand new pavement. And we, I did, you look at my career. I did very well when we went to a racetrack for the first time, whether it was Cup or Xfinity or trucks because then the, the the no one has an advantage no one's been there everybody rolls off the truck and you have to adapt 
as quickly as you can. And I always excelled at those places. You know, when we go somewhere that, that people have raced before, and I've never raced there. I mean, we, we did well and won races. But when no one's been there, we really we really excelled at that, or, or our team did. Those were the days, my friend. Those were the days, absolutely. Always a pleasure catching up with Greg Biffle. And uh, when he came by the office, he was uh, more than accommodating. Very talented race car driver, and he can make a difference. Perhaps maybe we'll see him on track more in 2024. Fingers are crossed, and hopefully that we'll be able to visit with him more in this coming racing season. Now let's transition into some resolutions. I'm going to give you a five resolutions for some drivers in NASCAR and uh, even an organization as well. As we, everybody makes resolutions this time of year. I've picked out five folks that I think that perhaps maybe could resolve to do certain things to improve performance and whatnot. So let's get going, shall we? Number five. Started dead last. He will finish up front. Off four. Final time. Checkered flag is in the air, and Carson Hosevar has won for the third time in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. First up is Carson Hosevar, going to be a freshman in the NASCAR Cup Series. Did some part-time driving last year, but now going full-time in 2024. He's a very talented race car driver. Got an unbelievable skill set. Very competitive. But he has, at times, been a little too aggressive. And I think he's going to need to turn that down a click or two when he comes in full-time with Spire Motorsports in 2024. Hopefully, he'll be able to do that. I believe that his transition from the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series to the Cup Series can be very successful. But I think that Carson perhaps maybe needs to resolve to be a little less aggressive this coming racing season. Number four. Can he lead him all the way to the checkered flag? Ryan Blaney is there. He'll look to the outside. He won't get there. And Chase Elliott has won at Talladega. Next on my list, Chase Elliott. Chase injured last year, missed six races, lost a seventh race because of a penalty. And I think that in 2024, if Chase can stay healthy, keep his nose clean, I think that the foundation is there. They've got a good, good starting point for 2024. My only concern for Chevy's is that they don't have the new car that the Toyotas and the Fords do. Chevy's going to bring back what they had last year. They've had a chance to massage it, go over it. I think that the potential is there to have a good year. And I think that if Chase can, can stay healthy and the performance continues to climb, I think Chase Elliott can find himself back to the playoffs. I think Chase Elliott could find himself back into the championship four with a shot at the title. Fingers are crossed for Chase Elliott fans coast to coast and worldwide that he remains healthy and that performance stays intact and improves in this next racing season. Number three. Take the check to the bank. One million dollars. Kyle Larson has won the NASCAR All-Star Race at the North Wilkesboro Speedway in dominating fashion. Kyle Larson is next on my list. Kyle, Cliff Daniels, that number five team, they had a great year last year, but it could have been better if the DNFs weren't there. The did not finishes. They had double-digit DNFs last year. I think that that affected their opportunity to become champions they made the best with what they had they did a great job of recovering from adversity but i'm thinking that if they minimize the dnfs keep that car out of mechanical peril keep that car out of crashes and whatnot 
think they have the opportunity to return to the championship storyline when we get to Phoenix in November of 2024. Number two. The stake free and a day he will never forget. Off four, final time, checkered flag is out. Career win number one for Chase Briscoe. This is a big one right here. Stewart House Racing. Stewart House Racing is going through an overhaul right now. Kevin Harvick going into retirement, going up to the broadcast booth for Fox. Noah Gregson coming in. Josh Berry coming in. Stewart House Racing has gotten younger in the offseason. Chase Briscoe would appear to be the leader now of those four drivers. They've got a lot of performance to work on. Saw some social media from Tony over the break, Tony Stewart, uh, where he says that you know the last couple of years have not been Stuart Haas racing-like years. They've got a lot of performance efforts to clean up. I think if they do that and they get themselves settled in, the dust settles, so to speak, I think they can be challengers, but times have been lean at Stuart Haas Racing. And listen, they've got a lot of racers over there inside of those walls. No one's choosing not to run good. They've somehow gotten astray and gotten off path. But I believe that they can bring themselves back in onto the path. they got a brand new race car to work with, the Ford Dark Horse Mustang. And I think that perhaps if the performance can get turned around and maybe Chase or maybe uh, some other folks step up inside that organization, they can be formidable opponents. But they have work to do. They've got a lot of work to do. And I would say that if they get that buttoned up, they could be in the mix like they once were years ago. Number one. MTJ Martin Truex Jr. has scored the win in the Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum. And my final resolution belongs to Martin Truex Jr. They always seem to either start off slow or start off hot, and then they fade, then they get hot again or cold again, and then it's up and down. They have a lot of peaks and valleys on that 19 car. And I believe that if Martin can perhaps maybe have less spikes in performance, get a more consistent performance going on that we could really see him give that field and that garage a run for its money. I love it when Martin Truex Jr. is in the mix. I love the way he races. I think he's still talented. He's one of the elder statesmen in the NASCAR Cup Series. But through whatever reason, through either crashes or challenges on pit road, they find themselves going on streaks, whether they be hot or cold, if they could kind of take out the hot and take out the super cold and go right down the middle, almost lukewarm, leaning to hot, that's all they need for when they hit those strides and hit those strikes. So with Toyota getting a new Camry in 2024, perhaps maybe that's what the doctor ordered for Martin Truex Jr. But I would love to see Martin, James Small, and everybody on that 19 car be more consistent. And I think if they do that, they will be a force to be reckoned with. There you have it, folks our top five list of resolutions for 2024. Appreciate the download as always. Appreciate you being a part of another year on NASCAR Live Wide Open. Don't forget, you got NASCAR Live Tuesday nights at 7 Eastern. NASCAR Live Race Day will be back with The Clash in about a month. Of course, we are here with fresh downloads after this new year has begun every Thursday. Be sure to check us out and tell a friend. We love you guys, and we can't wait to spend another year with you right here on the Motor Racing Network. For producer Trey and the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thanks a lot for the hit. Thanks a lot for the download. We'll check in with you next week right here again on NASCAR Live Wide Open. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com.
Larson brings his Chevy Ford tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top-tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's back here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Wheelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and warning systems for the automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Wheeland products are designed, sourced, and manufactured in America and tested on site to meet the toughest industry standards. Wheeland Engineering, manufactured in America for over 70 years. We never left, and we're here to stay. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com.